It is the L-E-F-K-O-E, man, and you are listening to the sweetest sounds, the sultry tones, the boisterous boys, the Joint Practices Podcast. Get it, fellas. Yo! Welcome back to the Joint Practices Podcast. This is episode number 83 of the podcast for fans, by fans, fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont. I'm on Twitter at 11thegoat. You also hit the podcast up at Joint Practices. Please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening. Riding solo tonight with all the coronavirus stuff going around. Doing the self-isolation, social distancing I've always been pretty good at that, but whatever. But if you are also locked down, maybe you're stuck in your house, you want to talk football, there's no football going on, well, guess what? Here at Joint Practices Podcast, we do special episodes called Seven on Sevens where we want to talk to everyday fans about their team and get their opinion on their teams. We ask you seven football questions, seven non-football questions. We literally invite anyone who is a fan of football to come on our podcast and talk about your team. We will talk about any team, even if we are not a fan. We've had Patriots fans on here. We've had Titans fans on here. We've had other Packers fans besides one of our hosts, Steven, on here. Anybody, I'm serious. If you're a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, I will have a serious Dallas Cowboys talk with you. Just hit me up on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Hit up at Joint Practices. Send us an email, jointpracticespod at gmail.com. Just get in contact with us. We literally, we're stuck here. Some of us are stuck in our houses. We just want to talk football. We want to talk about football with you, anyone. So just hit us up. We'll set it up, and we'll get you posted on our podcast feed. So let's do it. So tonight, I wanted to get another podcast out. It's been a while. Free agency is just a few days away. But before free agency hits, I thought it would be fun to sit down and, you know, just do something football related. You can't watch anything on TV. There's no sports. So I decided to get on the draftnetwork.com. Shout out to them. Use their mock draft simulator before free agency. And just, I'm going to do a round one mock for each team picking in the first round. See where it goes. I will tell you, this is not going to be the last mock draft podcast we do. After free agency starts rolling, I'm going to use my premium account with the draft network and we're going to do some trades. We're going to mix it up. We're going to see what comes out. But for now, we're just going to go ahead do a mock draft. And everybody's just going to pick in the slot they are currently slated to pick. So let's kick this off. Pick number one. You know the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. So Joe Burrow, it's really not a surprise. Neither will be the second pick in the draft. It's Washington. There's a lot of smoke. They're trying to throw... You know, people off their scent with this whole, maybe it's Tua, maybe we like Herbert. They're drafting Chase Young. They'd be dumb not to. But it's Washington, so maybe they will. But a lot of people tell you, the draft starts at pick three and the Lions. Lions can really change everything here. And let me just say this real quick. I'm 100% sure Burrow's going to the Bengals. Chase Young to Washington. This is where I think... The team should go. Okay, so I'm not saying this is what the team's going to do. This is me if I'm in charge of the team. This is what I'm going to do. So, pick number three. You got the uh, Detroit Lions here. And the 
pick everybody is always going with is Jeffrey Okuda. Of course, they traded safety Quandre Diggs and Darius Slay has been rumored, you know, for the uh, to be traded for a while now. I am going to give them Okuda, but you know, if I'm in charge of the Lions, there's some other names on here that you know I may be interested in a Tua or a Herbert for the Lions because Stafford is getting up there. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to bring somebody in now to kind of have in place to you know keep. The quarterback stability for your team long term. But we are going to go with Jeffrey Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State. And then we'll have the Giants up now. The mighty New York football Giants. So how will Gettleman screw this up this time? That's what I keep asking myself. Because obviously I'm an Eagles fan. I root against the Giants. But they seem to always beat themselves with the dumb moves, dumb contracts. They need tackle help. They need anybody who can play on defense. I believe the smart pick here would be Isaiah Simmons. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the Giants Isaiah Simmons. Very versatile guy from Clemson. Play linebacker, safety. Probably give the Eagles fits, honestly. He will be one hell of a football player for whoever gets him. I'm going to give him to the Giants right now. Yeah, I know the Giants but the mighty Miami Dolphins are on the clock for their first of what three first round picks I believe at pick five <laughs> you tried to roll out Josh Rosen and Fitzmagic you gotta you gotta get somebody in there for the long term so I'm actually gonna throw a curveball here and I'm actually gonna take Justin Herbert not Tua for Miami because I believe Herbert is going to start day one, and it's somebody you can build around. Tua is probably a better prospect, but his injury thing kind of scares me a little bit. So just the peace of mind that you you got your guy in Herbert. I'm going to have Herbert going. But the Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock at number six. I almost said San Diego, but I didn't. I did right now, so that doesn't count. But here's where things are going to get a little wild because Phillip Rivers is obviously gone. Tua is on the uh, still on the board. Seems like it would be a smart pick for them. But I'm actually going to go offensive tackle because their offensive line is not that great. They traded Russell Okun. I'm going to give him Jedrick Wills from Alabama at number six. Got to build around whatever quarterback you bring in which I think the Chargers are a sneaky team to bring somebody in free agency when we do this mock draft later on after free agency starts rolling and some pieces are in place maybe a little different but for right now I'm going to give him a tackle Carolina Panthers number seven let me tell you what doing this podcast by myself I am out of breath we are six minutes in I need Steve to go on one of his 10 minute diatribes Steve okay Anyways, Carolina Panthers need a whole bunch of help. Maybe a quarterback. Tua falling to the Panthers at number seven. I honestly think that if I was doing this with trades, I would be having the Panthers trade back at this point. But since we're not, I'm going to go ahead and give Tua to the Panthers. I think sitting for a year, if he has to, ride Cam Newton one more year, see what see what you can do, but... 
This kind of feels like a team that's tanking for next year. That I can see them trading back and just collecting picks for next year. But for right now, in this uh, scenario, no trades. I'm going to give him Tua. And he could be starting halfway through the year with Tua and McCaffrey, DJ Moore on the outside. If they can add another weapon, whew, that offense might just turn it around in one year. So the Arizona Cardinals have the eighth pick. And got CeeDee Lamb still on the board. You got the top three receivers, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy. Pick your poison. They really need a wide receiver. Somebody that, you know, fits Gerald's coming back. Larry Fitz! Andy Isabel is on the team. I know I'm forgetting somebody and I feel dumb. But I'm going to give him CeeDee Lamb anyways. Because he's dope. And in that offense, in the open field, just get him the ball in space, let him work. I think that's a great fit. I'm sorry if you didn't know, C.D. Lamb is the wide receiver from Oklahoma. I just feel like that's a really good fit. So I'm going to give him to Arizona at number eight. Pick number nine, the Jacksonville Jags. I'm not going to say their full name so my wife can't make fun of me. But they need all kinds of help. They need corner. They need linebacker. They need wide receiver. They probably could use a quarterback since they overpaid for Nick Foles and he ain't seemed to be doing too much for them. But what I do think they're going to do is I think this is going to be a sneaky pick. I don't think people are really talking about this too much, but the Jags have two picks in the first round. With their first pick, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give them offensive tackle from Louisville, Makai Becton. Tackle is a need for them. Give him, give uh, Gardner Minshew somebody. If you're not going to play Foles, if you're going to go ahead and roll with Minshew, go for it. Get Put some people in there per, to protect him. Give him time. Guy got crushed last year. So at number nine, Makai, Becton, tackle. And now the Cleveland Browns are on the clock. They need tackle help as well. I think we're going to see a little run on the tackles right here. The Combine Warrior. Tristan Wirfs from Iowa, offensive tackle to the Browns at number 10. It's just a good fit. They may add somebody in free agency. I can still see them taking a tackle at 10. So we're going to roll with that, and then we'll have the Jets on the board at number 11. Jets also need tackle help. We just saw two tackles go off. Three have gone off in the top 10. I don't think they waste any time here. The offensive tackle from Georgia, Andrew Thomas. To the Jets at 11. Jets need a wide receiver as well. I could see them maybe taking somebody like Ruggs there. But I'm going to give him a tackle. you got to keep Darnold upright. It all starts up front. So there you go. Now the Las Vegas Raiders. Linebacker, wide receiver, corner, football players in general. It's going to really break my heart to do it. But Henry Ruggs is still on the board. And Henry Ruggs is now a member of the Raiders. I really hope they don't ruin him if this were to happen. Hope he has a very, 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 very productive career. He is the wide receiver from Alabama. If you don't know the guy who ran amazingly fast at the Combine, he's like Tyreek Hill-esque. Maybe better. We'll see. But the Colts on the clock now at 13 they do need a quarterback. They do need wide receiver. They need everything. 
They need playmakers. So Jerry Judy still on the board. Right here, the other Alabama wide receiver is going to go to the Colts. If they roll with Brissett, they bring in Phillip Rivers. Whatever they end up doing in free agency, they're going to need some playmakers besides uh, T.Y. Hilton. So let's give him Jerry Judy and see what kind of magic Frank White Frank Wright can make. And then we'll come up to number 14. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks. <sighs> Need a little drink here of my Kickstarter. Actually, it's just Kickstarter. It's by Mountain Dew. It's delicious. They don't sponsor this podcast, but they should. The Bucks could use a tackle. They definitely could use a quarterback. I don't think there's anybody that they really want to go ahead and take right now at this point as far as quarterback. Let's see here. Hmm. Who do I... Looking at this. Maybe an edge rusher. You know what? Let's just... Let's get frisky. Let's go ahead and get frisky. Let's give them... uh, Defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Looking at their team needs... They do need interior defensive line. Kinlaw is a freak. I know people are going to be like, are you taking him over Derek Brown? But I'm going to do it. Why not? Let's get funky. Javon Kinlaw, 14 to the Bucks. This podcast is out of control. And now the Denver Broncos on the clock who also needed a wide receiver. They are heavily linked to Henry Ruggs. In the podcast world. that would That's my ultimate nightmare. Is him making it all the way to 15. Eagles sitting at 21. So close but so far away. But in this mock. Derek Brown falling to 15. I think the Broncos would scoop him right up. They are losing I believe Shelby Harris. He is a free agent. They may not lose him. But Derek Brown. The best interior defensive lineman. From Auburn. Slips to 15 to the Broncos. I can't believe this. This is insane. It's not insane. I'm doing it. Anyways, that's going to leave the 16th pick in the draft up to the Atlanta Falcons. Could use some help at edge corner, interior defensive line. Way too early to take a running back or a tight end. We're going to go ahead and give the Falcons a nice edge piece, a nice versatile Defender and Clavion Chasen from the national champion LSU Tigers. Go Tigers! Ew, I just want to skip pick 17. It is the Dallas Cowboys who are taking punter Rick Smith from Maine. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, Cowboys have some need at safety, at corner. They're going to lose Byron Jones. Could give them an interior defensive lineman here from New Mexico Technical College, but I can't. I got to be impartial. I'm going to give them safety, Xavier McKinney from Alabama University. University of Alabama, however you want to say it. Very versatile guy. I like him. I would hate to see him go to the Cowboys, but here we are. And pick 18 then. 
The Dolphins are back on the clock for their second first-round pick. They still have pick 26 as well. And looking at this best available, they do have needs all over their roster. I think the best thing for them right now would uh, just go ahead and take best player available. Looking at this and their needs, I'm going to give them Christian Fulton, the cornerback from LSU. You got to get playmakers on the field when you're rebuilding. They're going to these are young guys. First round pick, so you get the fifth year option. Go ahead and get some talented guys, get them on there. Get them on the field. I mean, you have Christian Fulton and Xavier Howard. It's a pretty good team. It's a tandem, I should say. I like it. The Raiders are back on the clock at pick number 19 for their second first round pick. And let me tell you what. I don't like this board. Hmm. But they do have linebacker needs. And surprisingly enough, Patrick Queen still on the board. We're going to go ahead and send the LSU linebacker Patrick Queen back-to-back LSU picks to the Las Vegas Raiders. And then again, another team making another pick. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who already took their offensive tackle of the future. They need a cornerback. We're going to give them the fastest cornerback, in my opinion. He's one of the quicker cornerbacks in this class. C.J. Henderson from Florida. I kind of wouldn't be mad if the Eagles drafted him. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and send him right in front of the Eagles to the Jags. Pick 21. Let's get crazy. The Philadelphia Eagles are on. And they select offensive assistant Sean Lamont. That's right. I got drafted. How does that make you feel? You're listening to a podcast where I just drafted myself. Anyways, let's get real. Eagles need help, obviously, at corner. They need help at... They have no depth at linebacker. They need a wide receiver. And for me, it's all about wide receiver right now. I'm going to attack that early. This it's the position that the Eagles have been bottom of the league at for too many years, like three out of the last five, whatever it is. They've been so bad. So acquire talent, get top talent. Don't wait and hope you can develop a fourth, fifth round guy into something. I'm going to take Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver out of LSU. I really want to take LaVisca Chenault here. Just a little worried about injury history and whatnot. Too many guys in the Eagles' past have had that injury cloud over them. I just I just think Justin Jefferson is such a sure thing. I heard somebody the other day compare him to Michael Thomas of the Saints. Not saying he's going to be the same productive player, but just you know the way he attacks the game, the way he runs his routes. He catches everything thrown his way. The Eagles really need a reliable wide receiver who can catch the ball. So... Justin Jefferson is going to the Philadelphia Eagles in this mock. Let's go to number 22. We got the Buffalo Bills, also a wide receiver needy team. They're going to swoop right in and take LaVisca Chenault. They got the ability to take a a swing on a guy like Chenault, put him on the field with John Brown. They just, I believe they re-signed Robert Foster as well. Let's get some speed on the field. I'm always preaching speed for the Eagles. 
the bu- uh, the Buffalo Bills will have the speed, and that could be interesting. So, LaVisca Chenault from Colorado to the Bills. Picking in a rare 23rd slot, that means they weren't in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Crazy, right? The New England Patriots, who need a quarterback because Tom Brady's never playing again. I'm just kidding. I actually like A.J. Epinesa, the edge rusher from Iowa for the Patriots here. I just feel like that's a team that's going to rely on defense as Brady keeps getting older. I do think Brady's coming back. At this point, it's a question. But in my mind, I'm assuming he is, so I'm giving the edge rusher. And then 24, the pandering to Sean's wife, team of the draft, the Nall and Saints are on the board. This is a team that could use a wide receiver to help out. Michael Thomas, and at this point, I'm going to give them someone who probably is not going to be too highly regarded, you know, if anybody who does this for a living listen to this mock, they're going to be like, what the hell are you thinking, but I kind of like the idea of Michael Thomas and T. Higgins together, the wide receiver out of Clemson, I mean, he is what he is, he's a, he's productive He's he's not a speed guy, but you know he's a productive wide receiver. I think as Drew Brees gets older, he would be a great a great target for him. So hate me if you want to, but I like T. Higgins for the Saints. Then we'll go ahead to pick twenty-five for Mister Super Sticky Steve Knox, Minnesota Vikings on the clock, looking at cornerback, inside offensive lineman, inside defensive lineman, tackle. Football players, you know what? They're getting a cornerback. They got they're losing Trey Waynes. They cut Xavier Rhodes. One guy I really like at corner is Jeff Gladney out of TCU. The Horn Frogs. Go ahead and take Jeff Gladney. Go ahead and book that because I believe that pick will happen whenever the draft happens. Because I don't think it's happening at scheduled time. Definitely not happening in Vegas due to the corona craziness. So, let's move on to pick 26, the Miami Dolphins. Making their third pick. Already got their corner. Already got their wide receiver. Oop, excuse me. Corner and quarterback. Maybe an edge rusher here. Maybe a tackle. Hmm. You got your boy Justin Herbert. Who do we think we could pair with Justin Herbert? Maybe they make a splash, try to bring in a wide receiver. You know what? Let's let's get crazy and let's give them let's give them the offensive tackle out of Houston, Josh Jones. Throw him out there on the field. Let's get some protection for Herbert. Let's move the ball. And let's not be the bottom of the AFC East anymore. Let's take down the Patriots, huh? Somebody? Bueller? Yeah, Josh Jones, the tackle from Houston to the Dolphins for their third pick in the first round. And now the Seattle Seahawks on the board at number 27. Who knows what Seattle's going to do, man? Every year I feel like I have a player pegged, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a good Seattle pick. And then they just completely mindfuck everybody and, like, take a running back. 
Looking at this class, though, there are some edge talent still on the board that I think might interest Seattle. And I'm looking at the edge rusher from Penn State, Yeter Gross Matos. I'm going to go ahead and give him to Seattle. I feel like it's a good fit as a guy who can make an impact right off the bat, even if they do bring back Clowney. You've seen it with multiple teams the past few years. Teams are starting to stack that depth on the defensive line and rotate those guys. So, you know, your star players aren't playing 95, 100% of the snaps. you got to rotate those guys in. They stay fresher all year. Hey, Super Bowl 52, Philadelphia Eagles. Remember when they beat the Patriots? you got to build from the inside out. Yeter Gross Matos from Penn State to Seattle. Now, you got the Baltimore Ravens on the clock at 28. Line it up and take it home. I like linebacker Kenneth Murray here for the Ravens. Just seems like the kind of player that they would drool over. Smash him and cash him. Set him up in that defense and just let him roll. 28, Kenneth Murray. Pick 29. Front of the pod, Mr. Breton's Tennessee Titans. All the way to the AFC Championship game this year. Just breaking news earlier today. Signing Ryan Tannehill to a massive deal. So we don't need a quarterback here. No Tom Brady here. We're looking at edge rushers, interior offensive linemen, or tackles. They are losing Jack Conklin. I don't think I'm ready to pull the trigger on any sort of tackles right now. But... One guy I would like for them would be interior defensive lineman from Oklahoma, Neville Gallimore. I almost went with Ross Blacklock from TCU, but I do like Gallimore here just a little bit more. I think it'd be a good fit for Tennessee. A defense just keeps getting better, 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 better. I like it. I like it a lot. Pick number 30, the NFC Conference Championship losers, the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, are they going to lose Balaga this year? He's the free agent, right? Yikes. This is a spot where I actually could see the Packers trade back, maybe pick up a couple extra picks. If one of those teams picking early in the second wants to trade up, you know, get another guy for a fifth-year option. But for this purpose of this, I'm going to give them wide receiver out of TCU, somebody to pair up with Devontae Adams. And you know how they like to use Devontae Adams. I mean, they get the ball in his hands. He can get downfield, but they get him in open space, and Devontae's nasty. Another guy that would team well with him is Jalen Rager, wide receiver, TCU. I don't want to have to play Green Bay if this happens. Like, this MVS, Rager... And Devontae Adams on the field at the same time. It would be a nightmare. You could you could run the what is it, smoke screen to any of them. You'd never know. Like you couldn't just key on like some teams you can key on the guy they run the smoke screen with. I don't believe you could with this. And I really like the fit. So Rager to the Green Bay Packers, you're welcome. The Super Bowl losers, San Francisco 49ers, on the clock at pick 31. Going to need some corner help, some offensive line help, but they do need safety help as well. I'm, they're going to lose Jimmy Ward, I believe, and Grant Delpit from LSU is still on the board at 31. 
I know some people seem to think he may slip out more of a second-round guy. I like him too much. I'm going to give him to the Niners there. I think it's a good fit. In my mind, that's a good fit. So, hit him with the hot stuff. And then the Super Bowl champions, last pick of the first round, the Kansas City Chiefs. Select Zach Bond, the edge rusher out of Wisconsin. I like the fit. They're going to need some help on defense. Keep building that defense. It's one of those things. You just, you're at the last pick of the first round. You could trade back. I'm sure like one of those teams, maybe picking second, third, fourth, want to jump up. Kansas City absolutely will back up. I believe that between the Packers, the Chiefs, Maybe even the Patriots. Those are three teams I can actually see just falling back into the second round, collecting some extra picks, and just going, you know, best defensive player available for the Chiefs on this. Zach Bond's still on the board, so let's go ahead and recap real quick. We had Joe Burrow, pick number one to the Bengals. Pick number two to Washington was Chase Young, the edge rusher from Ohio State. Pick three, Jeffrey Okuda, the cornerback, Ohio State to the Lions. The Giants do the right thing at number four and take Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. The Dolphins at five surprise everyone and take Justin Herbert from Oregon, the quarterback. The Chargers at number six do not take Tua either. They go offensive tackle Jedrick Wills from Alabama. Pick number seven, the Carolina Panthers finally take Tua off the board. Tua is obviously the quarterback from Alabama. Number eight, CeeDee Lamb, the wide receiver from Oklahoma to the Cardinals. Number 9, Makai Becton, tackle from Louisville to the Jags. Number 10, Tristan Worfs, the tackle from Iowa to the Browns. Third tackle in a row comes off at 11 to the Jets. Andrew Thomas from Georgia, run of three tackles, 9, 10, and 11. And number 12, we'll have uh, Henry Ruggs from Alabama, the wide receiver to the Raiders. 13, Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama to the Colts. Things get real funky here at pick 14 when the Bucks decide to take Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina instead of Derrick Brown, who slips to number 15 to the Broncos. Again, Derrick Brown from Auburn to the Broncos. And Clavion Chasen, the edge rusher from LSU, goes 16 to the Falcons. The Cowboys at 17 take safety Xavier Kinney, uh, Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Christian Fulton. The cornerback from LSU goes 18 to the Dolphins. Number 19, the Raiders take Patrick Queen, linebacker LSU. Number 20, the Jags, C.J. Henderson, the cornerback from Florida. The Philadelphia Eagles. At number 21, Justin Jefferson was probably not the... Like, for me, at 21, I would have probably pounded at the table for Jalen Rager. But the fit... And the just sure-handedness of Justin Jefferson makes him makes him just the better pick in my eyes at this point. Could change. But the wide receiver from LSU goes to the Eagles at 21. 22, the Buffalo Bills also get their wide receiver, LaVisca Chenault from Colorado. Patriots at 23 take A.J. Epinesa, the edge rusher from Iowa. 24, the Saints take T. Higgins, the wide receiver from Clemson. 25, Jeff Gladney, the cornerback from TCU to the Vikings. And again, Buffalo on the board for a third time at number 26, take the tackle Josh Jones from Houston. 
27, the Seattle Seahawks take Penn State edge rusher Eater Grossmatos. 28, the Baltimore Ravens linebacker Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. 29, the Texans take uh, interior defensive lineman from Oklahoma, Neville Gallimore. The Green Bay Packers at 30 take Jalen Rager, the wide receiver from TCU, and 31. Grant Delpit, safety from LSU, to San Francisco. And again, 32, the Chiefs, Zach Bond, edge rusher from Wisconsin. It's a fun little exercise. I'm glad I did it. Five guys from LSU in the first round. How do you like that, wife of mine? Yeah, so that was fun. Just a quick, you know, little half an hour, little mock draft, round, one round. Coming up, we'll be doing, when Steve rejoins me, we're going to do an actual probably two or three round mock draft. We'll do it kind of live while we record it type of thing. And we're going to do just our teams. We'll do the Eagles and the Vikings. We'll use the mock draft machine on thedraftnetwork.com. Shout out to them again because this is fun. I've probably done about 30 of these in the last two days. Just sitting around on my phone. Pop it up. You know, pick the rounds you want to do. Pick the teams you want to do. If you're a premium member, you can do trades in your mock drafts. So that's cool. And they have some cool merch too. They're not paying me to say this. It's just a cool tool. So if you're just a, you know, a fan of football, everybody's on lockdown right now. No, if you're stuck at home, if you're sick, can't go to work, your kids can't go to school, you're home, go to draftnotwork.com and play with the mock draft machine. No matter what team you're a fan of, it's fun. I mean, you get to see these uh, players who may be around at, you know, when your team picks in the draft, it'll give you a little bit more information. You know, a lot of people, their teams start picking in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. You don't, you never heard any of these guys. Here's your chance. You got nothing else to do. Do a little homework. Do a little a little playing around see who your team can land in different spots and that way you know when the actual draft takes place and you know some guy you continually saw available in the sixth round gets drafted in the fourth you can be like what the hell that's kind of cool they must see something in this guy so that's probably going to do it for this episode episode 83 of the joint practices podcast if you are still listening thank you so much Go ahead and give us a tweet at Joint Practices. Use the hashtag Sean's Mock Sucks. Even if it doesn't, use it anyways. People might be like, why does Sean's Mock suck? And they'll listen. And then they'll tweet me and be like, dude, your mock does suck. But you know what? I play by my own rules. I don't really care. If I was in charge of these teams, those might be the picks I make. Maybe they're not. You know, you get in the heat of the moment, things change. Trades. This is just a fun little exercise. Why not, right? Go ahead and rip me apart at 11 the Go on Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you're listening. Thanks again. And one last time, fly equals fly.